So here I am rewatching Castlevania season four, trying my best to piece together as much as I can to do a decent review for you. And I swear there's just so much to unpack. I mean, the character development, the action, blood and the gore, all the great stuff, the voice acting. It's just so much to get through. But I'm going to try. Why? Because this is what I do. I'm Jake Alexander from the Fault 319 Recording Room, and this is the Tweakle Podcast. So good afternoon and welcome back to the Twinkle Podcast. I say welcome back because it was just yesterday I talked to all you lovely people. And if this is your first time, you know, just welcome in general. Uh, it's the Lone Wolf, the Voice in the Void, your favorite host with a list. I'm Jake Alexander. Happy Wednesday to everybody. Uh, it's uh, it's May 19th and uh, I am loving this weather today. It's uh, hot. It's sunny. And for some reason, I have a desire to br- break out my grill and throw some food on it or something. I am craving some barbecue. So, you know, I just might do that later. Uh, I hope where you are, it is, you know, just as warm and as beautiful and peaceful as it is here. Uh, I want to thank you very much for tuning in. I mean, I say it all the time and I'll keep saying it every episode. You know, I don't care if it's uh, one of you, five, 10, a hundred, a thousand. I don't care. I am I am very, very grateful for all of my listeners. You don't have to be listening to my petly little podcast. You could be doing something, but you decided to stop by and listen to me rant and rave about whatever I decided to rant and rave about at that very moment. And, you know, so thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, And for you, my wonderful audience, today we are reviewing season four of Castlevania uh off of netflix now i i say we i mean me but I, and i am going to do my best to try to get through a decent review because it is so much it is such a wonderful season to such a fantastic damn anime right um so seriously i could like do a whole full review of the entire series but you know that would take oh i don't know maybe two hours four separate episodes and maybe having a whole wolf pack come in and sit down with me and like try to get through the whole thing i mean it's possible it's possible, but you know, I I figured we'd kind of save that sort of thing for an entire series. So you know, start to end, we can all go episode by episode together. Um, but don't count it out. Do not count it out. Not yet. Um, we'll do it eventually, soon, hopefully. <laughs> but you know, for now, let's just tackle this. Um, now, this season was all about change. It didn't matter if it was large and loud or minute and subtle everything and every character changes in such fantastic ways um just a quick recap so season four uh it opens up with the basically the whole world splintering into factions and those factions are trying to make inroads to uh, assume power um over the others now that dracula's gone he's dead um our hero trevor belmont and his companion lover i think at some point in this episode, and and she's a mage, this cipher. They're still fighting um, the minions of Dracula after uh, the vampire lord has been destroyed. But and elsewhere, their friend and ally Alucard is trying to piece together 
some sort of existence after the battle and defeat of his father. And he somehow winds up befriending a nearby village. He, um, he befriends the head of the village and he tries to help her in uh, defending them against uh, some night creatures that keep knocking at their gate and destroying everything and killing people. Um, Hector, the forge master that you saw before, he's a captive now of the vampire sisters and they are, they are plotting. They are trying to assume control of not just the vampire world, but you know, pretty much the entire world in general, which is crazy. <laughs> but, um, but overall the theme, like I said, for season four is change. Um, specifically each character is, caught up in wondering if their very existence, um, their very nature can be changed for the better. Uh, Belmont laments at one point that uh, having to fight minions after uh, Dracula's been death, after he's him and Cypher are still fighting Dracula's minions, and he basically says, like, yo, this was not part of the deal. This is not what I signed up for. Like, we were supposed to, like, just kill him and be done with it, and that's just the end of it. But it's basically not turning out that way. It's turning into one big ball of of shit for him. Uh, Striga and Marana, uh, who are two of the vampire sisters, they're, they're having second thoughts about their, uh, about the plans of Carmilla, uh, which is the head uh, sister of the sister vampires. Um, yeah, they don't know what to do now that she's basically trying to take over the entire world, not just their little, you know, their little section of, of what is Europe. Um, yeah, every character, doesn't matter if it's human, vampire, mage, whatever. It's it, Everybody's looking for a way out of that cycle of battle, death, rest, and repeat that they all seem to be uh, stuck in. Now, visually, we we can start with this. So visually, this entire season is just as beautifully drawn and as beautifully rendered as the other three, right? Every action sequence is crisply drawn and it is fluid at the same time. I mean, like when swords clash and magic flies, there ain't there ain't no drop off. You know, just because it's the last season, they put some work into it and God bless them for putting the work in because it is gorgeous. Um, one of the highlights of the seasons visually anyway is uh, watching Cypher uh, use her magical elements. Um, I mean, like before where she was proficient and you saw how, how good she was um, like this season, you just you see just how much of a genius she is at her craft. I mean, she is like she is seriously like a mix of Roy Mustang. <laughs> one second when she's using fire and then she turns into ice man from the x-men the very next when she's using ice and sometimes on occasion she is both of those simultaneously As, man it's it's something to watch and if you haven't watched it you can watch uh season four without having to watch the other three seasons because they do encapsulate uh each season very well where you kind of don't need to watch the other seasons you can enjoy it one season at a time without having to watch the other ones but uh it's also a cool feature that the night creatures um, are and the way they're drawn and they got, they introduce some uh, mage vampires and um, how they're drawn as well. It's like, it's, it could have been easy for them to like just spam the same type of character and like change the colors or here and there, this, that, and the other, but they didn't. It's like every single night creature that you see in this one and the, the new mage vampires, they're all so very different. Like a couple of the mage vampires, um, one uses like this tidal wave of skull and skulls and uh, bones, and he, he or she—I can't remember if it's he or she—uses it like a weapon. And another one throws lightning or fire that's like colored purple. And another one uses like spider web as a weapon. It, 
they're just all so different. They could have easily, like I said, they could have easily spammed and just went the easy route, but they didn't. And, you know, God bless them. They should be commended for that because, you know, let's be for real, a lot of anime kind of do that when they know it's the end. They kind of just kind of take the easy road out and they did not. So uh, God bless them. That's that's why it's such a damn good anime. Um, dialogue wise, I always talk about dialogue because I can sit there and watch it and enjoy visual, but I love it even more when the dialogue, when they when the characters are talking, when it's really good and it is really good. Uh, this entire that entire season, season four is really good on the dialogue. Honestly, I think the dialogue in season four is probably their best season, and that's that's saying something because they've had some really good dialogue throughout the entire run of this series, um, of the show. Um, honestly, if you would have told me that eh, roughly five hours of viewing, like, I mean it's ten half hour episodes, so yeah, roughly like five hours of uh viewing season four like they would have been able to like tie up every single character arc and end the plot and be like give you a satisfying feeling and without it feeling like they were ever being rushed like like you're not feeling rushed while doing it i honestly i would have called you a liar straight up i would have just told you that there's no way one of those things would have had a, a huge drop off and honestly i would have been wrong i would have been very very wrong so by the time episode 10 closes and by the time the whole series closes in this particular case um uh, the last episode which is aptly titled uh it's been a strange ride of all things it they accomplished all of that every single bit of it and i didn't think they could and but they did every single every single character has an arc that goes up comes down and it's tied off the plot is neatly tied off even though they do have some strings to pull i can i'll tell you about that later um the it's not rushed i mean it, it does in spots but it kind of slows down and gives you more the next moment so it doesn't actually finish feel rushed overall and it, it's and it's satisfying everybody's end is satisfying even the the villains <laughs> even at the end you're kind of like hey yeah they're vampires but yeah you know they're cool it's like they get they get a happy ending doing this which is kind of crazy um I, I love the dialogue between uh uh, two of the vampire sisters, uh, Striga and uh, Morana, um, when they're sitting down in a tent, and they're discussing what the the campaign to basically take over this whole country at first, what it would look like, and it's like you you hear them talking, like you know they're vampires, but once they get into this conversation, like for a second, you forget that they're vampires. You really start to understand, you know, that they have concerns just like we do. And like I said, you like I said, you forget they're vampires, and you almost kind of think they're human for a second, but they're not. And you you feel for them, and it, you know that's that's saying something about how well it was written, and 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 that's saying something about how well the the voice cast is. And this is a wonderful voice cast, by the way. Uh, go look up the um, the credits and look at the voice cast. They have some really uh, really good people who do voice cast. They've done other stuff where they're really good and they are and this cast together is really damn good it's um it's anchored by malcolm mcdowell if you don't know who that is i, I feel sorry for you because malcolm mcdowell is a damn good actor but he plays um uh varney uh the vampire and he winds up playing death itself too uh he voices both of them in this in this last series um i mean i mean literally at the end of this whole thing you're left holding on to every single word it's it's like listening to poetry and it's 
that's because of good writing and uh, good voice acting, and that's pretty much that's pretty much all you can attribute it to. Um, yeah, in the end, every character sees like some giant sweeping change. Um, episode ten and the series closes with our heroes and a few villains wondering what the world now has for them. Because now, when I say everything's changed, I mean everything has changed. Um, you know. Alucard is basically taking Dracula's castle, which he's been living in, which is now right next to the Belmont Hold. Um, he's basically turning that into the area surrounding it into a village uh, after helping to stave off the extinction of the village earlier in the series, um, which is kind of which is kind of cool because you know that Alucard always kind of felt bad about everything his father did, but he he's trying to make you know some amends for it by being uh, a better half human because he's half human and half vampire so maybe he's be trying to be a better half human and uh, just a better vampire overall i guess um uh, what else do you see as far as um like character arcs that i can tell you i don't want to you know spoil too much for you oh well not well it's not much of a not much of a spoiler i mean it's a spoiler but it's you kind of figured if you know anything about the game um there's another belmont on the way i won't say you know much more than that I mean, once you, once you watch it, you know what I'm talking about. If you know about the game, you know what I mean. And if not, you can go find out on your own. Watch the series and then, you know, research Castlevania and research Trevor Belmont and Cypher and who their kids are. This, and the other. You, you'll get it. You know, I, I, don't, I won't spoil too much. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, everybody's character arcs come to a close. Uh, one of the characters that uh, popped back up, actually, is uh, San Germain. He shows up out of the... Um, the infinite corridor and it's kind of crazy because his return from the infinite corridor is basically the center of the plot for all of uh season four you don't really figure that out until he pops back up but it, it is and it's kind of crazy because when he went into the void in the first place you would have assumed that that would have been the you know that would have been the end of his character but he comes back and he's just as morally ambiguous at best, you can say, as before, but a little bit darker at the same time of a character. And his character arc is the is the biggest one because he kind of goes from hero to villain to anti-hero to anti-villain. I guess that's that's a new word. I might have to coin it. I might have to put that on a on a t-shirt. Anti-hero, cross it on, and put anti-villain next to it. That just gave somebody an idea, and they're gonna steal it. God damn it! <laughs> but uh, yeah, his entire character arc is basically the 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 center story for the entire uh, season and it's it it shows exactly what they exactly what i meant by uh everybody's trying to find um a new way to live they're trying to find a change and he he kind of makes amends for it at the very end and if you haven't watched it you'll watch it and you'll see if you have watched it then you know what i'm talking about we can leave it at that <laughs> um but uh yeah i mean overall if you've seen any of the episodes from season one, season two, season three, or if you've seen one or two episodes from this one and you just haven't finished it, um, as far as animation goes, you know it's top notch. Voice acting, you know it's wonderful. Sound and music, you know it's great. Um, presentation, how it's you know how it's shown and cut together, it's off the freaking charts. Everything together is just Castlevania is just such a damn good anime. I know I say that about a lot of anime, but it's, 
I honestly say this without, I honestly say that it's damn good without, you know, any hesitation. I would recommend this to anybody who has never seen an anime. I'd, I'd probably put it in, you know, the first 10, I tell them, okay, go watch this. You know, it's, it's only so few anime with that I would suggest that somebody watch first before ever watching anything else, uh, like Full Metal Alchemist, uh, either the, the original or Brotherhood, either one. I, I, I could say I could throw that up there. Um, because it's short enough and enjoyable enough where you can probably get somebody into watching anime who's never watched it. I would put Castlevania in that same vein. Um, it's it's not too long for somebody to enjoy it and maybe become a new anime fan, but it's not too short to where it's like, oh, you know, that, that wasn't enough. You know, like Blue Submarine, number nine. That's, what, three episodes? Four, two, three? Or something like that. You, you know what I'm talking about. If you're an anime nerd like I am, you know what I'm talking about. Um, I honestly, I, I damn near have Castlevania becoming my all-time favorite um, anime, Netflix anime series. Uh, and like I, I say damn near number one. It's, it, it's number two. It's, it's definitely number two. It's damn near number one, but I reserve number one spot for Yasuke still. Yasuke is just, it's not, I'm not going to say light years ahead better. It's, it's better, in my opinion. Yasuke is better than Castlevania, but it is. But Castlevania is still so fucking great. Um, I, can say, I, I can say this. I'll say this for sure. Castlevania is, by a huge margin, the absolute best video game adaptation ever. Period. It's not an argument. You cannot find a better video game adaptation, movie or anime for that matter, that's better than this. Um, if you disagree, I say, hey... You're entitled to your opinion and you're entitled to be wrong too. And I'm not going to argue with you, uh, but that's okay. Um, so let me know what you think. I honestly want to know, and I actually want to hear from my audience. Um, when you check out my podcast through Spotify or Anchor, or actually through any platform, there is a little button so you can send me a voicemail, uh, a voice message. And uh, tell me what you think. Tell me what you think of, of Castlevania. Tell me what you think of this episode or any other episode. Just you know, I'm always open to hear from everybody. Doesn't matter who you is, be it good or bad. I don't care. You know, I'd like talking, as you can possibly probably tell. I love talking. Uh, yeah, send me a voice message and let me know if you love, liked, or hated Castlevania or anything else. Um, as for me now, I am going to. I guess I am going to roll out my grill and you know fire it up. Uh, yeah, and try to enjoy the rest of the day. Get some uh burgers and dogs or something on the grill and. Get some dinner in my belly before I lay down. Um, I will see you all on Friday, or it's just I'll talk to you all on Friday for the uh, weekend watch, listen, a bunch of other fun stuff. Uh, but until then, my producer is waving at me, telling me, "Hey, you can you can wrap it up now." For Nikki Rev, you know me. I'm Jake Alexander, uh, signing off from the vault, saying God bless, and I will see you next time. Peace. <laughs>